Welcome to the Kaizen Guard podcast. This is your host, MC. The Kaizen Guard is a podcast about continuous improvement, building the habits to make the most out of what you already have and scale your progress in a sustainable way. Some people say, don't work harder, work smarter. Well, I believe that we can do both if we balance our time, energy, and drive well. On to today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Kaizen Guard. This is your host, MC. This week, in line with the previous episode, which was actually also this week, by the way, and the episode was entitled Performance Fatigue and Perspectives. And so today I want to complete that and talk about vision and fruition. Because in the previous episode, I mentioned how the drive to perform and be productive has to be balanced. And to that effect, I want us and I want you to embed that balance in your vision for your life. So what is a vision? According to the Harvard Business Review, vision is an aspirational picture of future success. In my own words, I think of vision as the ability to see the invisible, to see what is out of reach, but not out of sight. Out of reach because you may not have all of the resources, all of the skills, all of the connections to be able to reach it, but you you can still see it. And I don't want us to confuse vision with mission or purpose because your purpose is why you exist, why you think you exist. For instance, I'm a Christian, so I believe I have a purpose that was bestowed upon me by God. And this is like kind of supporting my vision, but it's not the same as my vision. My vision is how this mission is going to materialize. Do not confuse your vision with your values either because your values are the principles and beliefs that you choose to operate by. And in summary, because the vision is the ability to see the the invisible and to strive towards what you cannot see but you want to reach, I believe that you cannot take action if you don't know where you're going. So you need to know the direction the action is bringing you closer to. The action that you are taking now is bringing you closer to. Hence, the importance of having a vision. The Bible says that without a vision, the the people perish. I would even say that without a vision, there is no discipline. There is no self-control. Having a vision, having a state of success, a, a future state that you have in mind is going to feed your discipline and is going to guide how you live your life. Now, how do you live your life? How do you build the vision? There are a few questions you can ask yourself to help you define that vision. The first thing that comes to mind is what gets you excited? What is the stuff that you always find the energy to do even when you are tired or that you find the energy to do and that you would do even if you were not getting paid to do it, basically? Like that really kind of just drive you. You have a passion for it, to learn about it, to get better at it. What is it? That's the first question. And then the second question, it's about expanding your mind. Um, basically not just look at the resources that you have today, because remember vision is out of reach, but it is not out of sight. So you can see it. What is that thing? What is that project that you can see, but you feel like you don't, you may not have the skills or the experience to reach. That is what you want to focus on. To answer that question, do not base yourself off of what you are capable of today, what you have access to today. Base yourself off of what is it that you would do if you could do absolutely anything, 
and you had no shame to fail, no fear to fail. If you had all of the resources, like what is it? What is the impossible for you that you cannot seem to just put away or put to the side? You keep coming back to it because you have that drive to create it, to make it happen, to impact it. What is it? And then the third thing, and it's something that a lot of career coach and entrepreneurs talk a lot about is what is it that you are good at? Because we focus a lot on the things that we are good at and we focus sometimes also on the things that we are not so good at. But the things that we are not so good at, we can in some way alleviate the impact of us not being so good at it. But the goal really is in an agile way, you want to focus on what you are great at and you want to empower the people around you who are better at what you need than you are yourself. And so what is in your zone of genius? What is that thing that only you can do? That thing that when you put your, yourself to it, when you put all of your energy into it, no one can basically touch you. They can try, but you don't feel your, your confidence threatened when someone tries to do that thing because you know that it's not the recipe that makes the taste. It's the cook. And you know that when you cook that recipe, it doesn't taste the same as anybody else's attempt to do it. And so these three questions, like what excites you? What is impossible that you can't have a dream of? And what is that thing that you thoroughly enjoy doing that regardless of whoever attempts to do it, you still feel 100% confident doing? And I truly believe that answering these questions, it will help you define your vision because it is going to simplify a lot of things. Through these questions, you know what is it that you want to invest your time in. So your time management is going to change. You know what you want to invest your energy in. You know how you want to spend your money on because maybe, I don't know, going to the movie and watch the latest movie is not going to bring you closer to your vision. It may be a welcome distraction here and there, but like you are going to treat it accordingly because you realize that this time, this money that I'm investing in going at a, at a movie with my friends, it may be good for my mental health if I do it here and there, but like it cannot become a hobby of mine to go to the movie all the time, see all the latest movies. The same way spending your time on, on Netflix is not going to serve you. It might be great to have a distraction and to relax, but you don't want to make it a hobby. So answering these questions will also help you define what are your hobbies, what are your priorities, what is it that you should spend your money on, what is it that you should read and watch, who are the people that you want to be surrounded with. Because all of these elements and so many other things are going to nurture your ability to reach your vision. Your vision is not just about you. It's about also all of the different elements and system around you that you kind of bring together to support each other towards the future state of your success, which is your vision. So answering these questions will bring clarity to your vision. It's literally how you combine all of these elements that are taking your time, your, your energy, your drive, how you combine all of these elements to define the vision of your future state. And you should revisit your vision frequently as a way just to, to motivate yourself to new levels of performance because things change. 
And your vision may not change, I mean, every week, but as things are changing, your vision may become clearer or sometimes it can also become blurrier. And so you want to revisit your vision frequently and businesses do that as well. They do that, they do that at least once a year. And I, I typically do it once a year as well with a slight strategic readjustment at the end of each quarter. So I have my big vision for the year. I break it down into goals and objectives that I want to achieve. And then I revisit every end of quarter to make sure that I'm still aligned with my vision. Sometimes I may change the vision, to be honest, during the pandemic, trying to do so many things. Again, I, I mentioned that in the performance fatigue and perspective episode, but trying to do too much was also preventing me from reaching my vision, actually, because Trying to do too many things, my vision just got blurry, literally. And so you want to readjust as needed. Your vision is supposed to evolve with you. Hopefully it gets clearer. Sometimes it can change completely because you have an awakening. But yeah, you want to revisit your vision. Another thing that is super key, I find, is that your vision cannot be selfish because there's only so far that you will go by, by patting yourself on the back. If you fall by yourself, you're not able to stand up again. You need a vision that impacts people. Not because people are going to necessarily help you, but you want to have a vision that impacts people, that translate how accountable you see your God-given gifts towards the world that we live in. You want to become a person of value so that whenever you fall, whenever you are tired, you know that it's not just about you. It's not just about your success. I did say that vision was a future state of success. And it is, but it's not success in the accolades and people just like praising you for the work that you were doing. No, it's about bringing value to the world around you because when the going is going to get tough, and it will, it's not maybe, it will get tough. If it's just to please yourself, if it's just to prop yourself up, you're not going to have the drive to keep moving forward and when things are hard. But if you know that you standing on the ground, you not getting back up, other people are impacted because you are not in your place, that you're not contributing to the world the way that you were made to, the way that you envisioned to, this is going to drive you. Not just you in your bed sulking about how unfair life is, but you in your bed thinking that as I am laying down here, people are missing out. Literally, it's, it's a bit of a, of a megalomaniac. I think it's the world, like vision of just like me sitting out means people missing out on what I have to bring to them, how I want to enrich their lives, how I want to contribute and bring value to their lives. And it's believing in yourself that only you can bring that specific value. You are unique in a way that you were made. Other people have value to bring, but your value that you were meant to bring, only you can bring it the way that you were made to. My last word of advice is to be unapologetic about your vision and what it entails. Uh, again, I mentioned how like you kind of have to prop yourself and say, there's no one in this world who's going to bring value to the world the way that I, I was born to do it. And this is what's going to drive you, impacting people around you. 
And you want to be unapologetic about your vision because people may say that like you're getting ahead of yourself, that you are being cocky or that you're not humble. They may say all sorts of things when they hear how certain you are of where you want to go. And it is okay because not everyone can go with you nor understand or agree with the direction you are taking. They can agree or see the destination you headed towards because this is your vision. Maybe in as part of your vision, you are also called to get other people to get on board. And these people, they would question it to refine it. They would drive you to refine your vision, but they would not go against it. And so not everyone can go with you. At the same time, you want to be considerate. You want to be humble. Because you understand that your vision, even though it's you who have the vision, either you need people, you need people to be able to bring that vision forward. There's a, I think it's an African proverb that says that like, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with people. Do not go alone at it. And you also want to be nimble. You want to be nimble again, because I said, like I said before, your vision can change. Events can happen. And so many things so that you do not get hung up on what you thought your vision would materialize as. Do not get hung up on that. Be flexible. Your vision is the same. The path to get to it might change, but the vision will remain the same. And you do not want to, again, apologize for your vision. Don't say yes in favor of consensus because consensus does not move anything forward. That's it for me today. I hope you found that episode helpful and insightful. If you have questions or topics you'd like me to address, email me at the email address in the description box. And last but not least, leave your five-star review anywhere you are listening. It really encourages me. I wish you, wherever you are, to be well, and I will talk to you next time.